Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. When you know the authority invested in that name, hallelujah, when you know what Jesus wrought, and that he arose on that glad Easter morning, hallelujah, resurrected morning, and said, all authority is given unto me, is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now I'm giving you my name. I'm giving you authority. Go in my name. Hallelujah to Jesus. Well, let's take that name. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Name of Jesus by Kenneth E. Hagan. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. God said to Adam, way back there in the beginning, talking about partaking of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, in the day thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. He had no reference to physical death because he didn't die that day physically, but the moment that he ate of it, he died. Now, now we have to put some quotation marks around that, spiritually. That doesn't mean he ceased to exist spiritually. That means he immediately was out of fellowship with God. Because don't you know, God called to him, said, Adam, you know, where art thou? Where art thou? He had been walking and talking with him. And God came down in the cool of the day in the Garden of Eden to commune and fellowship with him as he had in the past. And, and he couldn't find him. He called out to him, Adam, where art thou? And he said, I hid myself. Why? Because he had sinned. Because you see, sin separates you from God. Well, Jesus tasted death, spiritual death, for every man. And so, he became what we were, that we might become what he is. Praise God. And so, therefore, his spirit was separated from God. Now, turn right back to Acts, the second chapter. And notice what it says. Notice here that Peter, in preaching on the day of Pentecost, said concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, that thou wilt not leave his soul in hell, neither shalt thy holy one see corruption. Now I would encourage you just to read Peter's entire message. All of it's good as far as that's concerned. Every bit of it's good. But he brings out the fact here that David, he talks about what David said. David was really speaking by the Spirit of God, prophesying. And he talks about Moses, of course. And he talks about the prophets of old, and so on and so forth. Let's start reading up here with uh, this 29th verse. Men and brethren, let me speak freely unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him, that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He, seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. 
This Jesus has God raised up, whereof we are all witnesses. Now, isn't Peter talking about the same thing that Paul's talking about in the 13th chapter of Acts? Isn't he? Sure is. Both of them's talking about the same thing. You see, you'll not be able to understand the authority in the name of Jesus until you understand this fact I'm talking to you about. Jesus satisfied the claims of justice, you see, on the behalf of each one of us because he died as our substitute. And God up in heaven said, it's enough. And he raised him up, that is, brought his spirit and soul up, raised his body up from the grave, and he said, as Paul said here in the second Psalm, this day, what day? That day is raised up, have I begotten thee? This day have I begotten thee. Now notice here in, in Hebrews that that's the day then that he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name for under which of the angels, now this is because he's obtained the more excellent name, for by which of the angels Said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Hallelujah. Now then, let's go to this Philippians, the second chapter real quick now. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name, which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow King James translation says of things another translation says of beings in heaven and beings in earth and beings under the earth that means angels men and demons and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now turn back to Ephesians where we read a while ago. And this is what he wanted you to see. And he wanted the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Another translation said the eyes of your spirit. Not your mind. You'll never be able to figure it out in your head. The eyes of your understanding enlightened, the eyes of your spirit enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Now, I want you to notice that he's talking about he wants us to know the exceeding greatness of his power to usward, who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that's named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come. Now notice in connection with him being raised that the name is mentioned. 
the name is mentioned. That he by inheritance has obtained a more excellent name. That's the way he obtained it. Notice that he, Philippians said, he gave him a name above every name. That's when he was raised up, when he was begotten. He gave them a name above every name. Then Paul says here, by his conquests of these principalities, powers, might, dominions, and every name that's named, you see he has obtained that name through conquests. Now, let's go back over here to the book of, of Colossians, the second chapter. And you'll be able to see something even further concerning what he did when he raised him up and gave him a name above all names, all dominion, power, might, and so on. Speaking about Christ, the 15th verse, the second chapter of Colossians, and having spoiled principalities and powers, and having spoiled principalities and powers. Another translator said, he put to naught principalities and powers, making a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Hallelujah. Now, that's the same principalities and powers. Go back to Ephesians now, the 6th chapter, the 12th verse. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Those principalities and powers that we wrestle against are the same ones that he overcame, that he spoiled, that he put to naught. Put to naught means reduced to nothing. <laughs> that means as far as we're concerned. As far as we're concerned. Now, no wonder he said, in my name they'll cast out demons. See, I want, to get, I want you to get that. Then all the authority that Jesus exercised, all of the conquests that he made of the devil, of sin, and sickness, disease. You see, all that authority is wrapped up in the name. And the name belongs to us. And the name, when we do it, will bring into reality in our lives what Jesus has already accomplished. I think that's reading the devil's fought so hard to keep us from knowing. Because you see, you can just say the name, you know, like a parrot saying Polly wants a cracker. And it won't do a thing for you. Just repeat the name. But when you know what's back of that name, when you know the authority invested in that name, Hallelujah. When you know what Jesus wrought and that he arose on that glad Easter morning. Hallelujah. Resurrected morning. And said, all authority is given unto me. He is given unto me. 
in heaven and in earth. Now I'm giving you my name. I'm giving you authority. Go in my name. Hallelujah to Jesus. Well, let's take that name. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Health Food Devotional for the discounted price of $12.75. Get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. People can watch us many different areas. Yes. Uh, you know, we have a channel on the Roku. On the Roku. Uh, it's under the spiritual category and go mm-hmm. and look for us. You can watch these Rhema Praise uh, video podcasts just by going to rhema.tv. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on live Sunday morning at 10, Sunday evening at 7, uh, Wednesday evening at 7. We're on live. Our services. Our services are from here are streamed. Uh-huh. And uh, you can listen to the Rhema Today radio podcast yes. uh, there. Uh, just uh, You can download and read the Word of Faith magazine. Just go there to rhema.org or rhema.tv and you can get all this information. If you're within driving distance of the Rama USA campus, then you'll want to make the drive to see the amazing Rama Christmas lights this season. Lights are on through New Year's night. Come see over 2 million breathtaking Christmas lights. Plus, experience the animated displays and grab a hot chocolate. For more info, visit rama.org today. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of the series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.